Welcome, and it's the PHNX Cardinals podcast, Football Friday edition. I'm Johnny Venerable. He is Bull Brock. This is your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star. Become a diehard at gophnx.com. And boy, oh boy, you got to be a diehard to consume this game. Come oh. Sunday for sure. 20% off the merchandise locker. Check us out. Gophnx.com. Bull Brock here on a Football Friday. How are you doing, sir? I'm a little bit more enthusiastic than my co-host. Boy, do you have to be a diehard to watch this? People wanted this back in in the summer of 2023. Remember when they were pounding oh, the that's table? Not fair. It's tune time, out. baby. It's tune time. The uh, I, I love that the chat is just going through a roller coaster of emotion right that's out of the gates. Anything from Michael saying an upset for the Cardinals, 28-24. We got Donnie just saying Donnie's here. Uh, we got Michael <laughs> saying, Donnie announcing eight. himself. Yes. So, uh, we got Hen saying tank full display on Sunday. Wow. Three warrior uh, saying cards win 24-21. So got some cards winning predictions uh, with the Tunemeister under center there for the Arizona Cardinals. It, it's um, – yeah, it, it, there, there, there is a path to victory. We'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. But you know, as far as what we know about that, are you about to? You got your your Arizona Cardinals Superman outfit on there. Yeah, but I'm gonna. Are I'm you gonna playing? Do are you not playing quarterback? It's like I thought I was getting K one, so I'm gonna do this, and then oh, it's Clayton too. I gotta get back in the phone booth. Not, not actually happening. The Tunsky, Tunsky bro, uh, against Miles Garrett and company. I, I'm. This is an electric day because uh, it's the last day officially that's not a game day mm-hmm. we have to talk about anybody other than kyler murray quarterback in this team like i know there's a game to be played we're going to break it all down but let's just let's just take a second this is the final days where we we're in the desert and there's water and shelter on the horizon for this <laughs> there's there's a chance at, at thriving as a mm-hmm. uh arizona cardinals uh, society and ecosystem but <laughs> Let's let's start let's throw it up early. Let's throw up the yeah. do we have the injury report, Damon? And and maybe like one last time we're gonna fake people out uh with a smoke screen. We're gonna yeah. give them hope. And when we look at the Arizona Cardinals officially injury report de- game designations for Sunday week nine against the Cleveland Browns, Tristan Colon, Amari Dermacado out out questionable on this list. Chris Barnes, Greg Dorch, Kevin Strong, Michael Wilson, who didn't practice all week, and one Kyler Murray is officially questionable for Sunday, Johnny. Yeah, he was doubtful this time last week. And what did we tell you? He would be questionable a week from today. It's all part of the plan. You could say it's part of the shtick, but the shtick is over after Sunday. Like, this is the last game he's going to miss. We got that confirmed. You know, barring something catastrophic, Bo Brock, Kyler's coming back next week to quarterback them against the Atlanta Falcons, which means Clayton Toon starting on Sunday. I mean, you've you've seen kind of the tea leaves when you've been at practice that you can allude to here in a moment. But I mean, they, they tapped Clayton Tune on the shoulder and said, "Hey, can you just keep us above water this week?" And like, not even above water because I see people are kind of alluding to the to the tank job this weekend. Like, you know, I'm I've a full mind. Like, I think Joshua Dobbs probably gives him a better chance this weekend. I'm excited to watch Clayton Tune just as a pure football savant, as a prospect, right? Because I'm going to remove the condition of. Well, I, I expect to win. I think they can win. I'm just, I'm hoping to be surprised. This is the surprise game because, you know, clearly they're going to have other people need to step up if they, if they, if they're going to win this game. And, and it all starts with the kids. So again, like the, the dog and pony show, I don't think Kevin Stefanski and company are, are buying that. And, you know, also Deshaun Watson, they've, they've cleared and said he's starting this weekend. So it's not like the Browns are pulling the same thing. They could have left it up to interpretation. Hey, PJ Walker, or Deshaun Watson, they're not doing that. So may, maybe the Cardinals need to take a book out of some of these other teams. Like, let's just be transparent with people. Most people, I would say 90-plus percent that cu- that follow this team, that follow the NFL, know Kyler Murray's not playing this weekend. Shenanigans. That's all yeah. it is. It's it's back-to-back weeks of shenanigans. You know, they didn't do it the first week because I don't think that they could convince anybody that Kyler Murray would just go from pup to right into the starting lineup, especially with a new system. And then they could kind of smoke screen it up. They could puff up that smoke for at least the second week. And then now this third week, uh, man, are, are they, are they reaching as you know, the expiration date on Joshua Dobbs had passed and they sent him to Minnesota, a very quarterback needy team. And we're able to, you know, kind of get 
one last gasp out of Dobbs. Dobbs contributed one more time in the in the form of potentially a six round pick. Um, and and now you've got you got one game to go. You've got one last hurdle before you can truly kind of turn the page and start to see what the future could look like for this Arizona Cardinals team. But yeah, we've got one game where <laughs> that's right, sports hero, the Arizona Cardinals, the Arizona shenanigans. Let's go. Um, you got Clayton Tune. You got to put him in a prime position in so many ways to be successful on Sunday. But there is a path, and, and I've been calling it lightning in a bottle, Johnny. I mean, that's that's kind of the puncher's chance, the very slim odds that you know Clayton Tune is able to get the job done. But there is an ability to do so. I mean, he's not completely in up there. We've seen a skill set that we like. I think the organization likes and projects as a future backup fringe starter for this organization. Uh, but look, I mean, asking for him to go into his rookie year and, and win, uh, it, it, it's asking a lot from from a guy like like Clayton Toome. But, you know, as far as the Kyler Murray thing goes, you know, I, I think we anticipated that this team was going to utilize, weaponize its injury report uh, in the name of gamesmanship, in the name of competitive advantage, just of after what they did at the beginning of the season. Uh, I'll tell you, he's got an advantage. Our guy DD in the chat picked up three t-shirts from the oh, hell yeah. nice locker. Hell yeah. Love that. That celebratory touchdown one that may or may not resemble a certain franchise quarterback. Absolutely love to see it. Rocket. If you're ever in the Valley, we'll buy a multiple beers with our friends at BetMGM this weekend. That's where we're going to be at the great lawn. But both your point, like, you know, the shenanigans for me, they were over on Tuesday. Why was that? Because Gannon came out and basically, walked back his point from Monday that Kyler Murray, the plan was to activate him as QB2 on game day if he wasn't starting. So the minute they did that, I think everybody kind of perked up and was like, okay, this is going another week. And I wonder too, like, you know, the minute that stuff gets out to, because I want to turn the clocks back to Monday because that Monday presser was was so absurd, not from a Gannon standpoint, just the absurdity of the reality of the situation. Like they knew they were going to deal Dobbs. They knew they were going to play Clayton Tune. They didn't anticipate wanting anybody else to know that. So they wanted to kind of manipulate the scenario that K1 was going to be active regardless if he's QB1 or QB2 and, and Dobbs is out of the picture. But then Rapsheet and Schefter broke the news kind of nationally like, no, it's Clayton too. Like Kyler's going to be another week barring something unforeseen. And I wonder at that point on Tuesday with that information out there, not given to them by Gannon, we know that definitively per your conversation with him in mm-hmm. the press room, like, Wonder at that point, they're just like, okay, Kyler, we don't know if he's going to be active. We're bringing back, you know, Jeff Driscoll, you know, to to be the practice squad quarterback. And then everybody could see through the forest of the trees what was going on. The Cardinals <laughs> were going to do their dog and pony show at least for another week. We'll always have that that 24 hours, though, where it legitimately felt like Kyler Murray was either going to back up Clayton Toon or maybe miraculously play against Deshaun Watson and, and the Cleveland Browns. But this is like, if you had told me, Fast forward from last Friday to, the, to this Friday. This I, I expected Dobbs to be the quarterback, but in no situation did I think Kyler Murray was going to play this game, and that's what's going to happen. Yeah, they're, they're seeing it through, through yeah. hell or high water, right? In, in strange circumstances that I don't think anybody could have forecasted after watching how Jobs operated early on and even with his struggles at the end. that I, I looked at another reporter in the press room today. I'm like, isn't it so strange that Joshua Dobbs isn't here anymore. He's just gone. He's just like, he came in and he started eight games for this team. And now no injury. Poof. He's gone. He's, he's wearing Minnesota Vikings purple and gold. And like for, I'm not a throwaway pick. They got Keytrail Clark and, and you know, Stante stills in the sixth round. But for most franchises, you swap a seventh for a six. That's pretty big throwaway. Um, Yeah. Had he played better on Sunday? Maybe didn't lead them to a win, but like certainly didn't throw those interceptions. And it's a close game in the fourth quarter. Do you think he is dealt? Do you, or do you think they still try to capitalize on his value, or do you think they say no? We'll just play it, play this out through one more week. I, I think the the, uh, the opportunity presented itself in in the form of bad sure, news for for the Vikings, don't you? Yeah. I mean, unless yeah. unless like Atlanta was. To, I mean, I think they're they they'll move to they're moving to Heineke and. You know, they they feel as content as you possibly can be in that situation. And then, you know, Rodgers is on just this weird, like unbelievable fast track to come back from an yeah, Achilles. I'm sure that'll work. I'm sure that'll work. But like way. maybe like you look at the, the quarterback needy teams that that need it because they have aspirations of staying in contention. Like 
I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that the, the Vikings were just one of those like weird, strange things that just opportunity that presented itself just at the right time, 48 hours before the deadline or less than that. And they got the, the job done. Yeah. Maybe you get a fifth instead of a sixth if he throws, a, you know, three touchdowns, no picks, regardless of the outcome. But it does make fans kind of perk up and say, what what is this game really? On Sunday, like, is this a bona fide preseason game? Is this a scrimmage game? Certainly is not for Cleveland, who's fighting for their life to try to make the yeah. playoffs, win the NFC North, AFC North. Watson's coming back. Like the Browns have a think about the two dynamics from the different coaching staff. Like Stefanski, like could potentially get fired this year. I think he's a really good coach, but they could move off of him. They could elevate Jim Swartz, their defensive coordinator. Everybody's got their arrows out for Deshaun Watson, pressuring him. Let's go. You got to live up to this ridiculous guaranteed contract. And then you look over on the other sideline and it's like the Cardinals literally could have less to lose. The coaching staff is firm. They just got here. Austin Ford crushed it this off season. Like fans are, are upset about one thing. Mm -hmm. We want to see Kyler Murray. Like, but they're literally telling everybody with their, with their actions, not their words. Kyler's coming back next week. So this week in particular, like, I think we'll just sit Michael Wilson, right? I think we'll just throw Clayton <laughs> June out there. The Mercado's out. Okay, why? Well, fine, whatever. Yeah. But they, they, they literally, I don't want to say they don't care because, of course, they care. They're working their ass off. They're putting the game plan together. But it, man, this feels like if this is the regular season and then we had the preseason in August, it feels like the middle ground in between both of those aspects. No, there is and a I, very, there is like a very season finale feel to it. And it is right. a bit of a season finale, isn't it? It I is. Mean, it's week 18 and you've got like, oh, uh, James Connery, he's, he did what he, he just kind of like he, he stepped in a hole or something and he he's fine but we're just gonna we're, we're gonna we'll set him out d hop uh he's he's got the sniffles set him out you know yeah. like no any any reason to sit somebody out and, and just throw complete caution to the wind do it you know it feels like this, this is the week because they really feel like they want to be at full strength you know james connor is eligible to come off the ir next week mm. certain quarterbacks seem poised to actually be poised to make his his debut in 2023. Michael Wilson will be probably closer to full strength, and, and he's officially questionable. But he didn't practice all week, and I haven't seen anybody not practice and make their way onto the playing field for this team yet under Jonathan Gannon. I mean, things, you know, there's a first for everything. Um, but I, I would I would imagine that that's not going to happen. So it's this this is a very yeah season finale kind of throwaway game let's just get it's, through it's, it it's not even thanksgiving and we're having this conversation yeah but but you can understand it though right of course, of course. yeah and that's why they traded dobbs cuz they're just like well we got to get through one more week they the dob father will set sail to <laughs> to the to the great lakes of minnesota and and clayton can you just hold our head above water no not literally but figuratively we're we're 1 in 7 can you get us through four quarters this is going to get me through the weekend. Logan Little, $20 Super Chat, $19.99. Thanks for the awesome daily content, boys. Oh, You're most welcome. Thank you. So generous. 100% the reason why we do this. You guys have been fantastic. I mean, like, it really does feel like the the you know the end of what the Cardinal fans have, have been forced to kind of endure. Not, you know, through no fault of Osborne and Gannon, but there was always kind of a lingering middle period of just kind of ineptitude because you didn't have your franchise quarterback. The quarterback that you're paying, you know, $50 million on average to being unavailable and then trying to be competitive, albeit with a rebuilding roster in today's NFL, that's a really tough reality. Yeah. And, and, so, and I, sorry, you're getting that you're getting into something. I think really no, no, good. no. I just to your point, yeah. like, and it's a point I've got a Johnny on the spot coming out tomorrow. It's like it is the second season that's beginning mm -hmm. tomorrow, or I should say Monday. Like the Cardinals, and they had this in mind. And I think that. I was naive at some point. I'm not afraid to admit that. Like I thought he was going to come back probably early October. And it does feel like they were always intent. Pup, we're going to squeeze it out for everything. You know, coming off of Pup, the window to activate him, we're going to squeeze it out as much as we can. And then that aligns really well with, for the most part, eight games, not nine, the second half of the season. The schedule softens up a little bit. I mean – we we were probably a little foolish not to see that this was the reality of the situation, but we had people behind the scenes, the quarterback himself, like everybody said the alternative. So like, mm. I want to believe what they say ahead of schedule, freak show recovery. Let's do it. I mean, it's the same thing I kind of scoff at with Aaron Rodgers right now. The difference is, is that this season 
is as we've talked about is always about the evaluation process right so why if you are clearly invested with this young man and again i think with each passing week they choose not to play him in route to setting him up for success that he is in their plans that's got to make you feel good if you're the franchise quarterback yeah and and you have to wonder and i can't wait to see your video it will drop tomorrow the johnny on the spot as far as you know the second season where do the expectations for the organization go from here That's right question. what you know it is this game as i see in the chat you know uh about ingram carries and yeah this is a big opportunity this is a, fu- a preseason finale for ingram like could, could he utilize this game to carve out a bigger role for him going forward one that i think he's to his, probably his own fault hasn't capitalized capitalized on because i think yeah. that it's been there right and dermacato uh passed him up um i love trey mcbreezy legacy game uh cardinal charles 71 i think we found johnny's burner um you know seeing a lot of trey mcbride today i think trey mcbride is already kind of uh entrenched himself in the next coming weeks right but it's weird when you play your best tight end that he really yeah. can perform for you that's a, a, a franchise record for receptions at the position i heard that's pretty good Ten, yeah like high score is that good yeah i mean you gotta like it um but as far as this game goes, in <laughs> previewing this game, like, you know, I think Tune, the, he he doesn't have a whole lot to lose here. I think he can he can gain a little bit uh, yeah. in, in giving confidence to the organization. Like, hey, you were right. Like, I can be you can be comfortable with me as your backup the remainder of the season, and then you know have an opportunity going in the off season to really solidify that role. I'm, I'm a you know speaking as Clayton Tune here, like. I'm cheap, cheap labor, controllable, and improve that I can play the role of Joshua Dobbs where I can operate at the same level. And then, like, the play doesn't completely just fall off a, a cliff. Scientist Prepper, uh, I'm not going to dismiss this comment because I think that we've been conditioned to feel a certain way mm-hmm. here in Arizona. Such quitters fight and find a way Sunday. Like, they are going to fight and try yeah. to com- compete. But you think about, okay, go back to like, Bruce Arians first year as head coach overachieved, right? 10 games. They won. They go back to the Wilt, Wilt, Steve Wilkes year fighting for his job, ended up costing him his job, like trying to win every game possible. And then Cliff's first year. I mean, they, they were really competitive of albeit with five wins. This is really the first true year. You even go back to Wisenhunt like that first year. I think would they go eight and eight, like seven and nine. Like this is really the first time where it's like, guys, you know, until we get Kyler back, like we we're trying to win and Gannon will, will go up and say all the right things at the podium. Like no one's being judged on wins and losses right now. Like I hate hearing that, but like they got the one, which is the one that I was concerned about. It's like, when are they going to win a game? You got to win a game. You don't want to go over. You don't want you especially don't want to go over before Kyler comes back. But I, I do think there is now when Kyler does come back a little bit pressure ramps up on everybody. Yeah. Gannon's got pressure. Drew Petsing has pressure. How do you choose to call a game? We, of course, we've talked about the, the pressure Kyler Murray's facing. But in regards to this Sunday and the past, what, eight weeks? I mean, the the, the pressure has been relatively mid for this, for this organization. Yeah. They all got together. The brain trust probably included also Michael Bidwell. This offseason is just, we're just going to evaluate. And we're going to do our best. But at the end of the day, like, we're not going to have a win-loss record kind of dictate the future of this franchise in a, in a vacuum for a singular year. And I don't know if that's ever been the case. It's always felt like, could so-and-so get fired? You have to get to a certain barometer, right? What happens if you do X, Y, and Z? We know Steve Wilkes, worst record in the NFL, he got shit-canned, right? Mm-hmm. If, if, if Jonathan Gannon is the first pick in the draft, guess who's not getting fired? Jonathan Gannon. The biggest key to that and, and the biggest difference between you know, uh, three and thirteen, and potentially a three and fourteen now with the with the new with the extra game, which Jonathan Gannon could that could be his likely likely record is you lose a locker room. Yeah, and I've had some conversations uh, with people who covered the team. I was a part of that media group that that covered the twenty eighteen team, and it was it was absolutely brutal. By this time that season, Patrick Peterson had already requested a trade. Like the locker room was gone. It was, it was well gone and you know how they handled the quarterback position early on when they inserted, you know, Josh Rosen in the lineup, how long they, they kind of kicked the can down the road with Mike McCoy at offensive coordinator. Uh, like Steve Wilkes had lot completely lost that locker room and going back for a second season was, that was going to be a huge effort 
to try to spin that around. Even if if you were to give him a quarterback, you know, upgrade like Kingsbury receiving his first year, move off of Rosen and, and move up to Kyler Murray. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's and, and there's still work to be done. Like I, I think that Jonathan Gannon has done an incredible job as yeah. far as the culture change goes and buy-in from the players, especially when you look at the record one and seven. I mean, it's it's an unbelievable job and that that he's got. These guys locked in. You know, I talked to Buda Baker yesterday during his press availability. And, you know, I, I tried to ask him, and I wasn't trying to be sneaky or anything. Basically asked that, like, as far as you're out there, this is the third week of practice for Kyler Murray. Clayton Toon, you've seen him since training camp. You've got belief in both of these guys. But, like, do you trust that the coaches are, are making the right decision, you know, as far as if they don't go with Kyler Murray? Because if... From all the reports are Kyler Murray's ripping people up in practice. Like he's 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 just terrorizing defenses. Did in I practice. see something on Twitter today or from you or somebody else that he told Gannon he's like ready to play? And they made that public. But Gannon said that. that. Yeah, Gannon yeah. said that. They they said you know because when Gannon announced that Kyler was returning to practice, uh, you know, three weeks ago, and he said, "Here's what we're doing." Uh, and then he said, you know, Kyler told me he's practicing today. So Howard Baltzer, our, our beat reporter, uh, you can read his work, ophnx.com. Uh, he asked him, you know, so where does Kyler play into this decision? And he says it's an organizational decision, right? right. It goes with Monty, it goes with JG, it goes with Drew Petzing and Kyler Murray. They all play a role. But ultimately, it, it's there's never been a chance. Like he said, Kyler's he's been bugging him, one, to kind of uh, back up reports you've had is that Kyler's been pushing since you know the beginning of training camp right he didn't want to be he didn't want to be on pup at all right no exactly that source and he kind of joked like you would you would you it's crazy how how long ago he's been pushing to play I think he's kind of not quit but he's he's basically like I you know my hands are tied let me try to do it with my play now I do think during the week before like the week of Baltimore and then last week especially like there were jaws dropping at you know, practice, especially with people who have not been exposed to him as a full-time player in Arizona. Like right. you, you got the great bite from, from Humphreys and, and company and like, they've seen it. Right. Yeah. But it's different for Gannon and the rest of these guys. A lot of these players that haven't played against him before. And it's like, Oh wow. Like we literally just trotted out top 10 quarterback when he's healthy. Now he's Here, in practice. And so yeah. go ahead. here's how telling that is. Because who asked Humphreys about it was a guy that was in Baltimore who's practiced and played with Lamar Jackson. And yeah, Tristan Colon asked uh, DJ Humphreys, he's like, is, is he always on that level? And Hump's like, yeah, he, he was he was Will Ferrell in, uh, in, in the campaign. And he's talking to Zach Galifianakis' character and said, welcome to the fucking big leagues. <laughs> Except for he says the F word in there too, which we've been known to use in this, in this podcast. Uh, I, I mean, it's, it's so polarizing this entire thing, but it's almost over. Right. And in the meantime, we got to get through what is just a notch below a regular season and a notch above a, a preseason game. I say that kind of tongue in cheek. That's disrespectful to Clayton tune. There are two schools of thought in the comments right now, people who are fired up to watch Clayton tune. And then people are mortified to watch Clayton tune this weekend. <laughs> and I think I fall into the latter camp there. No, I, I am not because of his play. I I am concerned about what Jim Swartz and company could do to this. Damon, game. can we, while he's breaking this down, can you bring up some tune practice footage? Do we have uh, that? Are what? we going to do we, this today? Oh, no, okay. you just tell me why you think Clayton tune. Oh yeah. There's miles Garrett right there next to the, just, next just to make your point. Act like you're not. I even saw enough of this train. I was with you at training camp. I saw enough of this. Solid. Look. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I want you, you want to make what the Jim Schwartz and what? That yeah, ball was whistling. <laughs> all right. I can't even make my point. You're trying to trying to shit all over it. <laughs> Look, that guy couldn't even handle it. It's too hot. This weekend's gonna be. Listen, you 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 know who else looks good throwing against the air? Trey Lance. Zach Wilson. Can we stop? Can we just His mechanics are so much here. better than Trey Lance. <laughs> I like Clayton Tune. That ball wobbled a little bit. He's 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 a nice kid. <laughs> I hope he can be Kyler Murray's backup for the next 10 years. People people in the chat are saying this is the future. I got some bad news. This is uh, his future might look a little different on on Sundays. I want him to do well. I want I we need more of that. People up in his face at practice cuz that could be a reminiscent. Who's playing left guard this week? Who's playing <laughs> left tackle? That's, that's that scares me. I'm scared. I'm scared for him. 
I want to be able to sit back after after the game and the four three of us, me, you, and Britain, at Bet MGM mm-hmm. and know like he's he's okay, he's doing fine. He completed the game. The Cardinals were competitive. God forbid they win the game. But I, I mean, like fifth round rookie against Miles Garrett. That Miles Garrett's won games by himself this year, alone by himself. Again, mm-hmm. this is not me criticizing this regime. I, I like I love what they've done this offseason. I think they've done a lot of really good things during the year, and I can't flip and wait for Kyler Murray to return next week. But <laughs> to try to contextualize and break down like this singular game, I have legitimate concerns about a fifth round rookie that didn't play in a power five school playing Jim Swartz's top defense on the road, like in the colds. Like that, that's a little can I am allowed to I feel like you're scoffing at that. I'm giving you rational reasons as to why that's concerning. It's just you have Done a complete 180 from where you were this summer. Stop. That's not, that's not, that's not realistic. I like Bo, I love you, my guy. (laughs) I was so anti Colt McCoy grandpa out there giving hospital balls to Michael Wilson, Hollywood Brown. So by default, I had to be tune time. And then the minute they traded for Josh, Joshua Dobbs, like, okay, of course that's what they're doing. Tune, tune for whatever reason. I, you know, he looked good at times. He was ripping it up against air. He was also ripping it up against his Cardinal defense early on in camp that was not very good. Just to, to, to come in cold against the Browns. I'm just saying it's asking a lot of them. I don't I'm, I don't dislike him. God, it's so negative here. I, I agree with what Freeminer for the Blind said. You know, he, he'd obviously rather see Kyler, but excited to to see a rookie make his debut. debut. I agree with that. Agree. It's great to see Freeminer for the Blind. Uh, good to see you back in the chat. Um, but yeah, everybody else crushing it as well. Uh, Humble Rumble, just reiterating, it's a rebuild. Tommy Felix saying, I'm concerned more about the left side of the O-line. Um, and, and you should be. I mean, this is a DJ Humphreys legacy game. Right, I mean, DJ Humphreys doesn't want to have. I mean, you any- joke, but like, yeah, he, if you if you replace him in the offseason, this is probably a game you look at, right? And you know, it, this is this is one like if he gets Clayton Tune murdered, uh, then his legacy is is solid, and he's got blood on his hands. Yeah, and then if uh, if he's able to kind of if he's he's able to be you know play his best game and and keep you know Miles Garrett relatively bottled up then you look at him and say hey look what he did against you know the 2023 defensive player of the year candidate jack uh smith in the chat is that jackie smith jack smith saying someone get johnny a colt mccoy jersey i was just at goodwill the other day they were trying to give him out for free i used one to wipe off my car uh, all right so bet mgm bet 10 get 200 i love colt mccoy but he's retired you now. You can't he's just the- drag, you can't drag Colt McCoy and then say, "I love him. I love him." I listen. I changed my oil with his, my point, with his jersey. Like my point was proved. He's look at all these teams that need a quarterback, a backup, a starter. I Cardinals I agree. He's not in the NFL anymore. All I know. I said this summer, he's not an NFL player. I like. I like. It's Scott. We got to be able to separate two things. Throwing it can to you. Play? I would throw it to you. Play? Stop it. Yes, you. that's right. I'm, think about that. We're going to be at training camp next year, and we're going to be like, remember when we were here last year and we couldn't watch them complete series offensively because they were pointing instead of throwing? They know that they got to be laughing their ass off behind the scenes. Uh, we're. I want to talk more about Kyle Murray. But first, right now, I'm going to tell you right now, the best bet on BetMGM, I'm going to give it out for free right now, and then I'm going to double down because the line could go down uh, before the game on the pregame. Do you do you know what my pick of the week is? The prop bet? I told you about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay. So right now, bet 10, get 200, bet MGM. The best bet you can make this weekend. Michael Wilson, we assume is out. Even if he does play like Clayton Toon, like just factor that in. Probably going to go with some vets at wide receiver. Hollywood Brown, of course, Trey McBride. The other receiver, especially with Greg Dortch being banged up, is going to be Zach Pascal. I looked this up yesterday when Bo and I were recording the audio only. Zach Pascal was the emergency quarterback in Indianapolis back in 2020. And I believe Jonathan Gannon was there. I would not be surprised to see Zach Pascal read option, wildcat bullshit for the Cardinals this week. Zach Pascal, anytime touchdown, plus 1,600. Get it right now. I mean, who else is going to score for the Cardinals? And I think there. you made a point on the audio only, Bo, Howard told you that they're one of the worst teams defending RPOs mm-hmm. and read options. Well, in de facto, 
let Zach Pascal run the Wildcat, maybe in the red zone, let him take a, a QB keep. You guys, plus 1,600 with our friends at BetMGM. Again, we're going to be out at BetMGM this weekend, the sports book at the Great Lawn. I've been craving their wings for two weeks. I can't go wait to go back and stuff my face. I've told you all, Bo's doubled down on if you If you come and you rock some PHNX gear, a free beer on us, guaranteed. Uh, and in the meantime, once you make yourself $200 using the BetMGM Sportsbook app, place a 10 spot, at least 10 bucks, you're going to get $200 in additional winnings regardless of the outcome of your wager. Download the app, Android, iOS, or check them out, BetMGM.com. Check us out in the show notes for full details. Now listen to my guy Shane Diefenbach talk about it in the disclaimer. Problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. I'm about to tweet out some uh, a stat bomb that's going to make you think wow. that you took some OGs. It's uh, going to blow your mind. Absolutely is. Uh, speaking of OGs, you can save some coin while dabbling with Arizona's favorite cannabis kitchen, the gummies that are uh, aren't on the best here in the Valley. Check out what they got going on, ogsbrands.com, and then check out zenleafdispensaries.com because when you go to zenleafdispensaries, you can save yourself 25% off OG's products right now. So you order online, you pick up in Zenleaf stores at a Zenleaf store location near you through November 30th. So we're just kicking this off where the promo code PHNX is going to get you 25% off the gummies with pickup orders done online so enter that code phnx at checkout those exclusive phnx listeners it's available online pickup orders discount phnx through november 30th at zenleafdispensaries.com and on all og's brands products free matter for the blind no chance kyler plays zero chance 0.000 chance no you can't say that okay i'm sorry one one percent one percent somebody in the chat earlier Said um, Clayton Tunes booty cheeks. Uh, Tunes <laughs> booty cheeks. I just wanted to read that. I don't agree with that, but I, I think that's hilarious. One percent, two percent, whatever it is. Um, Driscoll's going to be the number two quarterback. Will they just not have an emergency quarterback? Right? Like they'll just have two quarterbacks, and then Zach Pascal will probably be the emergency quarterback. Um, and they're not going to dress Kyler Murray, which is the right move. If you're not going to start him, don't dress him. Yeah, because it removes the temptation. We've talked about it all week. Kyler Murray coming back on Monday. It's going to be entrenched as the starter, healthy, cleared, ready to go, and we'll prepare and get 100% of the first team reps next week at practice. I mean, they they have done their best to try to emulate a training camp for him. And while this is a very winnable game of Kyler Murray plays, I've told you about it. The line I think would go down from like eight, eight and a half to three, if not a pick them, because Deshaun Watson has been awful this year and the Cardinal defense is playing better. Every, everybody just wants Kyler. The best thing for Kyler Murray, according to the organization, is to debut in Week Ten against the Falcons with James Conner at home in front of the Red Sea. That's what they want to do. And even before the Conner uh, injury, that was that right. seemed to be the plan, right? That seemed to be the, the date that they targeted. Okay, you ready for? Uh, you can be probably impressed by this, and then at the end of it, you're going to be depressed, right? Really building this up. Okay, Play let's hear tune. It. Makes his is poised to make his first career NFL start on Sunday. That's November fifth. Okay. A year ago, November fifth, twenty twenty two, Clayton Toon took the field against Southern Methodist SMU, okay. and threw for five hundred twenty seven yards, seven touchdowns, and three picks with a rushing touchdown. Eight total tutties for Clayton Toon a year ago from his potentially his first career NFL start. <laughs> I think you're, did you freeze? Is your, is your connection? Are you frozen? You're throwing out Southern Methodist fucking stats on this show. Is that supposed to make me feel better? I think that is, that should just be, oh, and you should have just been like, he threw seven touchdowns and ran for one a, week, a year ago today for, you shouldn't have told us the universe. I think SMU is important. It's important context for, okay. Because he also threw three picks. He also was a little, he was a little cavalier with the football on that day. 
uh yeah that's that they're on panera bread schedule smu is absolutely i think they <laughs> played in a bowl, yeah i think they played in a bowl game together last year legitimately do do the players there look like me am i are they out there trying to cover defense uh, wide receivers and running backs there's a five six outside linebacker now for smu he's already got a job lined up auto dealer right after he's done with getting his college degree <laughs> listen i i i like clayton tune but this is really hard this week. Anybody that says it's not hard, you're lying to yourself. This is tough. Like, at least, like, with Dobbs, you have seen Dobbs do it before. Like, every time we would preview a game, it's like, can he get back to what he was against Dallas and San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Like, two of the best teams, defensive personnel in the NFL. We'd seen it with our own eyes. Like, because mm-hmm. we've gone through this roller coaster of we liked him when they acquired him. Everybody hated it. It took a second to get going. Then he got hot. People loved him. Then he fell off. People hated him again. I think we've been pretty even keeled with Dobbs. With Tune, it's like I've watched. I I'll be in the preseason. That was a while ago. He he's probably improved since then. He he would struggle in like third quarters of preseason games against like third stringers. Yeah. So that's that's he would complete about fifty percent of his throws in the preseason. And so I this this Cleveland defense can make a lot of regular full-time, you know, top 15 quarterbacks look bad. The guy making his first start, that's that's tough. But yeah, thank you. I mean, they haven't really faced the top 15 quarterback. If you look at their schedule, they they haven't had a yeah. murderer's row of quarterbacks. I mean, they've faced the likes of Gardner Minshew. I mean, I know they faced Burrow week one, but Burrow was a shell of himself because his calf wasn't yeah. nearly healthy enough. Uh, they dominated Burrow in, in that Bengals offense. Kenny Pickett, Ryan and Tannehill. Uh, the one that they did face was Lamar Jackson, and he torched him. Um, Brock Purdy, I don't, I don't know where people, you know, most of the chat stand as far as Purdy goes, but he didn't have his his uh, his best receiving options, and he looked pedestrian and below average in that game. And then and then Gino uh, was able to get the come from behind win over him last week. Eddie, I think you know the answer to your question. What's more likely, three uh, touchdowns from Clayton Tune or Miles Garrett three sacks on Sunday? <laughs> I think we know. We know without answering, Mr. Eddie. Uh, Steph in the chat. Steven, David Carr 2.0 sack fest Sunday. (laughs) IR on Monday. If that happens, though, and we talked about it on our audio-only podcast, I I encourage you to to check it out, then that's Drew Petzing's fault. Like, Because you ask me, you go, if they're chasing from behind, they're going to be more susceptible. As ferocious as this front seven for the Browns is, they have less sacks than the Arizona Cardinals. It is irresponsible for to ask Clayton Tune to throw the ball more than 25 times. If we're sitting there and he's approaching 30 in the fourth quarter, I'm going to be very disappointed in Drew Petzing. And I don't really care what the score is. Like, uh, honestly, I get it. You're trying to, if you're down by four to seven, you're, you're chasing the lead. You got to throw the football. I get that. But for me, it's like, if, if this game's out of reach on Sunday, I don't mean to be the Debbie Downer. Like, don't, don't involve him in unnecessary shots for the sake of it especially like michael wilson's a good player you're not gonna have michael wilson you're, you're down to your third string running back like let's let's be smart let's not get people hurt in this game that are going to be key to the second half of the season and evaluating kyler murray like hollywood brown and trey mcbride let i i, I think it's very very likely 40 rushing attempts coming on sunday 40 total rushing attempts between tune you got to get the enough. You got to get enough offensive plays to do that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that you're with, with no, no. I mean, I mean, look how far down the depth chart they're going as far as their running rushing attack goes. I mean, I that that's far too conservative. That that's far too. I think like the, the what you're describing. Like, there's way too much concern for if any NFL team had that mentality. Like, they, they're they're dead on arrival. Like they they really are. Like they're gonna have to play with a little bit of more uh, confidence than that offensively. And I, and I understand on paper, it, it looks, it looks awful. It looks awful. I mean, you're starting a fifth round rookie against a guy who's a defensive player, of the year candidate, but like I said, 20 sacks Cardinals have 24, I think on the season as a team, but miles Garrett has basically half of those um, in, in the Arizona Cardinals offensive line. It's not a turnstile anymore. It hasn't played great. And it's going to take a rookie quarterback, not holding onto the football, which is easier said than done against yeah. the team that's sticky in coverage. I understand that it, it's a, it's a bad matchup for most quarterbacks. Uh, but more importantly, a fifth round rookie making his first start. Steven saying we have no run game. Like we don't have James Conner. Like, the run game has been there all year. Like maybe not quite on demand, 
they're a top 10 rushing team. This is like the best rushing team kind of by default that I've seen in my adult lifetime watching this team outside of like David Johnson, maybe circa 2016. I mean, they, they are really good running the football and it's a mindset. It's a mentality that they brought here. And I think again, in a game like this, you're going to need it. But Dobbs was a big part of that run game. The Mercado was the, the main back the last couple of weeks. Those guys aren't playing Sunday. So I, I'm, I am fascinated to see, you know, this is a Drew Petzing creativity game where he could help himself exponentially when it comes to maybe being a future head coach in this league. We're going to talk about key matchups uh, for this game, give our official predictions. Cardinals need a hero to step up. You need a hero on your plate with some hero bread. How about that? 10% off with the code PHNX at hero.co. Hero makes sliced breads, buns, and tortillas that are available at hero.co, and you can get them on Amazon. Uh, what makes them better, you ask, than any other competitor that you've used before? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, you're getting that fiber and protein in your diet without having to count the carbs. The taste is fantastic and fewer calories than the leading national bread. Plus, I need that sweet, sweet protein. You'd be shocked. I go to the store, Bo, I'm looking for, for decent bread that my kids can consume. Most bread has a ton of sugar in it. Most bread's not very good for you. Well, right now, Hero Bread is here to save the day. Be your hero, and we're offering our listeners 10% off their first order. Just go to Hero.co and use that code PHNX to save the day. Hero.co, 10% off today. Love the Hero Bread. Also love that uh, coming up tomorrow, you want to make sure that you have the Drops app by our friends over at uh, Soul Savvy. It's going to give you a drop alert, instant notification for a big-time drop that's expected tomorrow for the Air Jordan 1 Reimagine Royal. You don't want to miss out on that with our friends over at Soul Savvy. Go to soulsavvy slash phnx. So links.soulsavvy slash phnx is going to give you an accurate accurate release calendar they'll keep you up to date with the releases that are upcoming whether you're like the casual buyer or you're the ultimate sneakerhead you're going to want to get the soul savvy app today we got the qr code which i think is going to get you to the drops app immediately on your phone on your smartphone so take advantage of that and sign up at soul savvy by clicking on the links in the description below visiting links.soulsavvy.com slash phnx head over to the app store and download drops by soul savvy app uh, i was looking at so you mentioned you know joshua dobbs how rock solid he was you know as far as using his mobility utilizing him in the rpos having some design runs for the veteran quarterback with the rookie quarterback. If you look at Dobbs versus Toon, and yeah. Toon, as, a, as I pointed out, a far distant second in his combine to Anthony Richard, but Richardson, but second most athletic quarterback in the 2023 class, according to uh, the NFL combine just uh, metrics. He ran a 4.6440. Joshua Dobbs ran a 4.6440 when he came out of school. Um, he came uh, high higher vert from Clayton tune as far as like his three cone Dobbs a little bit quicker there. So you're looking at, you know, maybe uh, not, not like the lateral movement, probably a little bit more from, from Dobbs. And that's important. You look at the shuttle a little quicker with Clayton tune. So I, I don't think you're getting that much of a drop off. And then I think tune is going to have the ability, especially not having really anything to lose once one and done starting to go out there and, and really kind of leave it on the field. Over under how many attempts rushing do you think he'll have this weekend? I think he'll have it. I would say I would put it at like five and a half, six and a half. Yeah, that was and my I, exact line. Yeah, I think he probably, I think he approaches it, no doubt. Probably has like two to three like direct runs and then a couple scrambles, I think. Uh, it's, a, it's an interesting facet to his game that we didn't see a lot of, but we knew it was there during the preseason. How about some interesting matchups for this game Mr. Bo Brock, because, I mean, the number one, Clayton Toon versus the Browns defense with Jim Swartz and company and that fearsome pass rush, that defense, four of seven rush TDs allowed versus quarterbacks, 20 sacks, Bo Brock. You just mentioned it. Kid can move. Can the Cardinals take advantage of his mobility, Sands, Dobbs, and Kyler Murray? And this is where it's going to come down on the shoulders of the Arizona Cardinals play caller and Drew Petzing, right? Because, you know, if, if you're in close, if, if Clayton Toon can operate an offense and get in, inside the red zone, this is where quarterbacks have been able to kind of expose this, this one of the few flaws that this Browns defense has. Gardner Benshu had two rushing touchdowns against this, this, this defense, right? 
two rushing touchdowns on three attempts. So he was efficient in running the football. Can Clayton Toon do the same? I mean, I think that that, that becomes, you know, that's part of his arsenal. That's part of his repertoire. And if, if that's something that you can take advantage of, certainly do that. But then you also see like, so the four of the seven rush TDs allowed are, are from quarterbacks. And then you've got also the numbers like 20 sacks. And then if you look at some of the other games, like how they've been able to really bottle up and just suppress quarterbacks from running the football as well. They've also done a really good job in there. So there's, it's like, it's a pretty uneven performance from this defense. Arizona Cardinals obviously want to be in the, in, in, you know, have a solid performance compared to like what they did against, you know, a, a Tannehill uh, burrow and, and just completely shutting those guys down and keep them in the pocket and putting them on the, on the turf. Likelihood, I think, is pretty high that Nick Rollis and Jonathan Gannon reached out to, to Shane Steichen in some form about what the Colts were able to do against this defense a couple weeks ago that should have led them to victory. But regardless, over 30 points, and it was led by a backup in Gardner Minshew with, I think, comparable mobility to Clayton Toon. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Try to emulate that performance as, as much as you can. And, uh, you know, they had Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss. But, man, that that would be the mindset is just can how how many attempts can we get from Clayton tune on the ground where to give him a seam and let him get upfield and just convert first downs. Like I, we're going to talk about our predictions here in a second, but man, I think 20 points wins this game either way. I, I don't think Deshaun Watson is going to tear apart this Arizona Cardinal defense and ball. That brings us into our ma- next matchup. Yeah. Let's take a look at the, so we were talking about this on the uh, audio only, and then we'll bring in here onto the live preview show, the Browns quarterbacks, but certainly looks like all signs are pointing to the return of Deshaun Watson. Uh, the, as a, as a group, the three quarterbacks, DTR, Dorian Thompson, Robinson, and then uh, most recently PJ Walker, and then Watson included 55 percent completion percentage just five touchdowns and 11 interceptions going up against the Cardinals defensive backs and primarily when I think about you know where they can get the edge it's not the outside corners where we've seen them struggle with Marco Wilson and now Starling Thompson Thomas who's kind of taken over the that starting job from Keetra Clark but uh the kind of the in inside uh, defensive backs, JT, Jalen Thompson, getting back to more of his comfortable safety position along with Buda Baker. And then, uh, and then uh, Garrett Williams, who's, who's played rock solid since he's returned from the injury. Like, can those guys be a nuisance for Deshaun Watson? Anytime he looks over the middle of the, of the field. Yeah. He also takes a lot of sacks. So the two games to end last year. Yeah. 12 times this year. And then in the final two games of last year, 12 times. Wow. So, I mean, you think about it. He played, what, four games this year? So 24 times in the last, what, six games? I mean, the Cardinals have to be licking their chops. And I made an argument all week. Like, I, P.J. Walker is what he is. He's a backup. He was egregious this year. Deshaun Watson is going to give the Cardinals opportunities to stay in this football game. Like, unless Stefanski takes a similar approach of what I think the Cardinals are going to do and try to ram it right at Arizona, you know, 30-plus times this game with Kareem Hunt and Jerome Ford, I think Deshaun Watson is is primed to keep the Cardinals in this game. I don't think he's going to play particularly well. I think he's still compromised and maybe feels pressure to come back early given the situation with his contract and and the fans there basically saying, like, we have a what we feel like is an NFC North caliber winning team, certainly with their defense and some of their skill players, but our quarterback's just been a big heap of trash this year, the quarterback mm-hmm. position in general. I, I think the Cardinals, again, I said it, I'll double down mm-hmm. on the audio only uh, from last night. I think they win the turnover battle. I think they're going to win this game because uh, I think they're going to be so conservative offensively, it's going to lead them to not turning the ball over. Uh, and then let's just do it. Let's get to our official predictions for this game. I'm happy to go first. I have confidence in this defense. I just right now, I'm going to have to see it with my eyes as it relates to Clayton Tuna. I think the Cardinals lose 20 to 10. Um, if if you tell me the Cardinals score in the mid to high teens, they're going to be in this game till the very end. But I, they weren't doing that with Joshua Dobbs. Now you're without Michael Wilson, Mercado. It's It's just a lot to ask. I think I'm being fair here. The defense, I think, keeps the minute. This is this is a one possession game in the fourth quarter, but somebody who's got to keep you in it offensively is Trey McBride. He he he's the offensive star. He's going to be the breakout star for this team offensively this year, and we've seen it now. Like he's going to get to over 100 yards at some point this year in a game for the first time in forever for the Arizona Cardinals. He will be talked about as a top 10 tight end coming into 2024. 
He's got that skill set. He has always been a plus receiver. Now he's putting it together on the, on the blocking front. That was the one thing kind of holding him back. He had a little bit of an injury during training camp. He is playing with so much confidence right now. And the confidence comes from knowing that it's his job and he's going to get the targets. I think it's another big day for him, kind of by default. And then on the flip side, like I think we're, I think we get a Buda Baker interception this weekend. I, I think Deshaun, as we just mentioned, is going to give them opportunities. Buda Baker has been fantastic since coming back. The defense has been flying around. Their secondary has been fabulous since Buda Baker came back two games ago against Seattle. I think they have their best game to date. Like I would not be surprised if Deshaun Watson throws zero touchdowns and like one to two interceptions. Like I definitely could see that with the way this defense is playing couple. And of course, Jalen Thompson, who's a stud Garrett Williams is playing really good football. And then the X factor I teased on it earlier, plus 1600, like Zach Pascal is going to be part of the starting offense. He's a tremendous run blocker. I think he's going to get opportunities with the football in his hands. And again, could it be running the football? Of course, in the passing game, I think uh, of course, Hollywood Brown and Trey McBride are the two people everybody knows, but this is the third target and he's not a burner. He's going to be open, hopefully, and available for Clayton Tune. He cannot have the same drops that he had earlier this year that caused them to have turnovers, that caused them to drop touchdowns against San Francisco. But I do think a big difference, he's been getting number one reps all week, Bo. And mm-hmm. so he's comfortable in his role because most of the time those go to Michael Wilson, who we don't expect to play. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they they have to be – every player has to be – play a near perfect game right like pascal can't have the mistake that he had that led to the pick six so many weeks ago against the Bengals. like you said trey mcbride you know as great a game as he had last week with the 10 catches 95 yards he had a crucial third down drop that would have been huge for the cardinals offense like gotta come up with that gotta rein that in and and i and i like your picks right and i always like to you know obviously our our score predictions you know they don't match like these are our players of the game like my pl- I feel like my players of the game, like, okay, if they can have success, this is where it's going to come from. But I think yours is gritty, man. I like, I mean, because it feels like this is a, this is a sandpaper type game, right? Like there's, mm-hmm. it's just, it's going to take this team being real gritty to get this thing done on Sunday. And, and, you know, if, if in, you'd love to see them continue to ch- kind of change the, and, and feed the, the miss conception or misperception uh, of this organization like they, they can scratch and claw they can be competitive once again when people are counting them out let's take a look at my predictions here damon uh we i've got the cardinals falling to 24 15 a few more points on the board but if they are going to get there if they're going to be in this game and it's going to be you know keep it under 10 or keep it a one possession game it's going to come down to clayton tune he's got to be the offensive star of the game like he's got to be able to find you know his first career touchdown whether it's on the ground or whether that's through the air he's going to have to be able to cash in when they're close and then as i mentioned having success against deshaun watson who might not necessarily be at full strength who has put the the football up for grabs this this season and johnny believes that the cardinals will get their hands on a football i think if that happens it's going to come via the rookie cornerback out of syracuse who's already done it in his first career game i look for garrett williams to continue to trend up and then talk about the X factor. I, I felt like this guy, the only way that you could get Rondell Moore into the game plan was on the ground. And I think he'll certainly have his, his attempts this week, but I think you get him reincorporated in the slot. Like, I think I, I, I remember at least Clayton Toon had a lot of success throwing to Greg Dorch in the preseason. And Greg Dorch was, was the backup to Rondell Moore and running the same route tree as Rondell Moore. Uh, in the slot. And I think that Clayton Tune uh, will look for number four more in the passing game than Joshua Dobbs did. I like Rondell Moore a lot in this game because uh, I think he he had opportunities last week. He made the most of them. I think he deserves more opportunities, particularly on the ground because it's going to be Keontae Ingram. So the the supplemental kind of change of pace back is is the former second rounder out of Purdue that that's, I think, a converted wide receiver to running back right now, at least a, a co share of that workload alex 499 super chat thank you so much if the d-line can do what they did against lamar we'll have a good shot at holding their quarterback in check i think if the defense plays the exact same game as last week they have a chance to win this game yeah and again like i lamar was off a heater of a game against detroit um and i think the ravens have better personnel and i think certainly they're better coached now they came into state farm stadium the cardinals have to go to cleveland but I, I, Deshaun Watson, like I, all you crawl in the post game, Bo, I do not think he's right and ripe to pick apart the Cardinals for multiple touchdowns to no interceptions. The Cardinals will have opportunities, but mm-hmm. unlike Seattle, can they convert on those 
opportunities from turnovers. They lost that game in Seattle, three nothing, winning the turnover battle. Like that can't happen again. Right in short fields, you don't want to keep on putting your defense in a tough spot. Like it's yep. gonna, it's gonna take a, a really uh, an offense that that's bucking the trends and the expectations for this weekend uh, to and nearly play a perfect game relative to what the personnel is. Right, I mean what you're going to get from a fifth-round rookie at quarterback and having a wide receiver core that's going to likely feature or start Zach Pascal. It's, I mean, the talk about like really just resetting before Kyler Murray comes back. That That's what this game is, and it's just like, all right, let's just get through it, and and hopefully like they can they can kind of make it a, a fun experience along the way. But I think a lot of people are skeptical just they've seen where this this roster is even at full strength and then when it's you know undermanned as it is now as, as much as it's ever been this entire season uh I, people are like okay this is where this is where they they look like what the national media thought of the Arizona Cardinals before the season began I'm fearful to check out the gut meter but we're oh, going to do that here in a second but first I want to remind everybody go phnx.com our beat reporter, Howard Balzer, the go-to. 90% of the content at gophnx.com is full free. That's sweet, sweet 10%, though. Become a diehard, as we mentioned earlier. 20% off the merchandise locker, plus a free hat and or shirt every single year. You are a diehard member. We've been crushing it with you guys in the member Discord for the Arizona Cardinal, PHNX Cardinal Discord. It's fantastic. But if you want to dabble in some of the other Discords, I got this asked the other day. It's like, you can go in any Discord. Chatted up with Craig Morgan and company with the Coyotes. You can talk to Saul about last night's egregious loss by the Suns in the final minutes against the Spurs. You can talk about the Diamondbacks uh, World Series run, Cinderella team with Derek and Jesse and company. Do it all and more with us. Become a diehard. Go phnx.com. I promise you, you will not be sorry that you did. And again, 20% off the merchandise locker. Load up like our guy Didi. Get your shirts, get your hats, because man, oh man, when this team's ready to take off, you're going to want to rep your PHNX Cardinal gear with immense pride. Yeah, no doubt about it. Also, what you're going to want to take pride in is is the floors that you have in your humble abode, your house, Mm -hmm. your condo, wherever it might be. The time always comes when you're going to have to replace that floor, and you want to go check out our friends over at Empire today. You don't want to be, you know, like Johnny and breakdancing, and next thing you know, you've you're falling from the second floor to the, the ground floor because many times that's happened to me. You got cheap labor. You got cheap parts. They're not going to do that over an empire today. They got their virtual floor designer, which is a great way to see your new floors and how they're going to look in any space. It's easy. Just snap a picture on your smartphone, instantly see the new floors and the new look in your room shopping for floors, the big box store. No, that's not the way to do that. That's going to be frustrating. You're going to see someone that's not going to know what they're going to talk about, and they're just going to blow hot air at you and sell you snake oil, where Empire Today prides itself on convenient shop-at-home service where they help customers shop for floors, that they use their floors and see exactly what their new floors are going to look like in their homes, with the lighting, the furniture, everything that you want to see new floors under. Uh, you'll see it with our friends over at Empire Day. Schedule a free on-home estimate today. All listeners receive $350 off new floors, a discount when they use the promo code PHNX. Man, PHNX saves us some big-time money on some big-time and great deals uh, with PHNX. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for more details. People have been asking us, are you going to retire Bo the gut meter because this team Never. is 1-7 Never. It's never <laughs> happening ever, even if there's a fire. Bo, the gut meter, week nine, before Kyler Murray's return. Yeah. Where is it at? Let's get it out here. <laughs> Man, the gut meter. It's seen better days. It's seen better days. You think but Jonathan Gannon's, Gannon is on that thing, too? He's not happy. I mean, this is things are not going great, uh, to say the least, for the Arizona Cardinals at this point in the season. This is like the last gasp. And uh, I, I, I guarantee you the gut meter will be nearly maxed out. Like it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cover some ground uh, probably in the next seven to eight days. But the Arizona Cardinals have lost five straight. They got a rookie quarterback starting against a really tough defense. The gut meter's down. As far as we're going to F and gut these guys, not a whole lot of confidence there. Uh, no, but here's what I have confidence in. Uh, tankathon.com updated draft standings. <laughs> Cardinals have six picks in the top 78, which means they will pick every 13th pick this upcoming April's 
NFL draft. And that could shift. Titans lose last night, 78. Houston, 76. Titans, Cardinals have the first pick in every round right now. The 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 cavalry is coming. And the cavalry, some of it is here right now. Yeah. But some of it might be playing a week from Sunday. Look at uh, that. Twenty percent gutting, maybe free matter for the blind, possibly. Oh man. It's um yeah, tough times as you always like to say. Maybe before we get out of here, maybe we, we rally the the crew, right? We maybe we put on some Kyler Murray highlights and and just bask in in the thought that Injected. This is it. This is the last. This is the last time. Hopefully, the 2023 season that we're previewing a game without Kyler Murray starting. You know, before you do that, let me get this super chat. PR Mac, five dollars. Not a super chat. I want to tell this team to leave it on the field and beat down the Browns. Tired of losing. That's a true fan right there. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I, we're going to be ramped up at BetMGM. I, I anytime the game comes on, I, I expect and want my team to to win and do well. PR Mac, so well said. Yeah. Well, let's get those Kyler Murray highlights up. This is from today. This is Kyler. Much much of the same of what we've seen from the Cardinals franchise quarterback, just working out practice squad, wide receivers and tight ends. Uh, there he is in psycho, Bernard Sykovitz. Uh, There's our guy, Greg Dorch, working out. That's Corey Clement, probably going to be elevated from the practice squad. Here's a nice little deep ball uh, down the field for from Kyler Murray. Uh, you'll see a nice connection, I think, at the end of this from Murray to Trey McBride. There's Rondell Moore involved. That, look at just that the spin on that ball. It's just it's just beautiful, Johnny. That was to Elijah Higgins. Kyler's throwing a little bit on a line here. Um, but look, I mean, next week, he's going to be staying on this side of the field, working out with the starters, working out with uh, probably Toon and, and all the Cardinals receivers and tight ends. But here, this is where he kind of really got to work. Started throwing to Caden, Caden Davis to the practice squad. Um, see him throw to more kind of tight ends. I think this is Blake Whitehart on the other end of this one. So Kyler Murray looking good. And somebody asked in the chat, you know, what is, you know, watching Kyler Murray in practice tell you about the decision to pretty much sit him out? I mean, my answer to that is they're just sticking to the plant. They're, they're going to, they're, they dug in to a week 10 return and they're going to stick to it for the, for the better, uh, you know, betterment in the franchise in, in, in its future. This is the last dime to McBride here of our highlight tape. So we kind of maybe end on that high note from Kyler Murray to Trey McBride, that this is absolutely Jack hit the like bit button uh, for Kyler Murray coming back. Hopefully this time next week, we're talking about what's his stat line look like for the Atlanta Falcons game. Two things. And then I promise we'll on the show. Number okay. one, kudos to my co-host who gets that phenomenal coverage uh of murray every day working out my son was watching nfl game previews for the nfl network cardinals browns this weekend and then we see some highlight video coming from phnx cardinals you love to see that so both tweeted out today rap sheet was talking about kyler murray and there was our you see this little logo right here it's right there there's millions of followers my second takeaway the more important one if you showed me those highlights i would think that that's from any other year Meaning yeah. that that looks like the Kyler Murray I've watched for five plus seasons in Arizona. It looks like the Kyler Murray from Oklahoma. It doesn't look like somebody who tore their ACL. And I think kudos to the Cardinals. That's exactly the kind of mindset they wanted to have ahead of his return. No at all significant hitches. No, nothing on his legs, sleeve, knee brace, none of that. It's just, hey, Kyler Murray's back to being Kyler Murray, which means football is about to be good in the desert once again. Speaking of good, we're going to be out at BetMGM. Be good. This week and myself, Bullbrock, the playmaker, Britton Golden Bullbrock. Yeah, and I mean, it's there's a huge opportunity for you to come out and get yourself tickets to Kyler's potential debut. I mean, we're not saying premium tickets. Premium tickets. You can get yourself, win yourself tickets and a a damn good chance. I don't care. Like if everybody came in from the chat right now, still pretty good chance you win those tickets. Uh, and I think that we're going to maybe increase the the prize package where it would include not just the tickets to the game, but some signed Kyler swag. Wow. Unbelievable. So you get out there, you hang out with us. We're going to be announcing the winner at halftime. So you don't even have to stay out there the whole game. And it's an early game. So you can come out. It's 11 o'clock kickoff. Hang out with us. Get yourself entered to win the tickets to the game and, you know, little piece of signed Kyler memorabilia, the ultimate, you know, Kyler grab bag. 
um, tickets to his potential debut and his autograph. It doesn't get much better than that. It's flipping fantastic. Even if you don't want to come talk to us and you just say, hey, Johnny, just leave me alone. I'm here for the goodies. Yeah. And I'm going to say, no problem. I'm going to go back to stuff in my face with the sweet, <laughs> sweet uh, appetizers from BetMGM. But real talk, uh, we uh, Stephen in the chat, we need more fans watching these pods. We need more of you guys out at our events because we want to get to know you, get to hang with you guys. We yeah. only have so many of these left this year during the regular season. Perfect time to form these relationships with you guys in person before the offseason. <laughs> But, uh, man, this is it's a special time to be a Cardinal fan. I know it, we've gotten through the tough times, and I think you know tough times make a tough fan base. This is a hell of a fan base to represent every day on the PHNX Cardinals podcast. In the meantime, let's get this video over 200 likes here on a football Friday in preparation for Sunday. Again, come out to Glendale, myself, Bo Brock, Britton Golden, Damon Dog, the entire crew hanging out. We're going to be there early, having a good time. You know, never too early to crack some four peaks at BetMGM. On a Sunday morning, watch a little Clayton Tune try to outduel Miles Garrett and the Cleveland Brown defense. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five star wherever you get your podcasts. For Bo Brock, I'm Johnny Venerable. We'll see you Sunday.